message after the tone. Oh, bitches get what they niggas and can't answer they motherfucking files. Okay. Anyways, you know I can hear when you send me straight to motherfucking voicemail, right? That little half a ring on the second, you know, whatever. It ain't even worth it. Yo, the reason why I'm calling you is because I had an epiphany last night. So, you know how I wanted to name the podcast The Hello Late Show, right? It was cool. It was convenient. It was legal. But it was also a tongue twister, so I had to scrap it. So I was listening to Queen Herbie last night, who I obviously love, and it hit me. Bro, if I'm looking for a convenient, not a convenient, if I'm looking for a all-encompassing theme for the show, something that really represents me, why would I overlook BDE? Not just big dick energy, because that's way too obvious, I mean, duh, but big dope energy, right? Big, 6'6", larger than life, dope, duh, who the fuck is cooler than me? Energy. I'm a fucking hyena. I'm a 6'6 hyena. So why would I not put that all into this podcast and have that be the overarching theme so that way we can touch on this, that, and everything in between? So we're changing the name. We're changing the album artwork. I'm here for it. You need to live for it. We're going to update all the RSS feeds, and we're just going to go for it. So that's it. That's all I wanted to call you for. You have fun doing whatever the fuck you're doing, but just remember the next time I call you, bitch, you better be calling me back. Yo, it is your boy, D Arrow, and this is episode number one of the BDE podcast. That's right, baby. Big dope energy, because that's all we dishing out here. That's all we dishing out in these streets. Now, this podcast is unofficially brought to you by Patron Reposado. Not because they're paying me or anything, but because we lit, baby. I'm not even going to lie. We a little bit lit, but what else is there to do in a pandemic, right? Besides drink and watch endless amounts of Netflix and Amazon Prime and stars because M I cook a little, cook a little, I cook a little, cook a little, I come back, come back, I Mississippi pride, pride. Listen. I don't get me started on that. Don't, don't. Uh, anywho, so let's get back to the the name change thing. So as you guys heard in the beginning and in the intro, I did change the name uh, from the Hello Late Show to the BDE pod just because BDE just fit a lot better. And I thought it would just be easier to do it early on than to do it in the middle. So thank you to everybody who has subscribed so far. Uh, thank you for everybody who shared. Thank you for everybody who's left reviews. Everybody who hasn't. Now's your chance, baby. You can always do it. Share it with a friend. Share it with your neighbor. Say, neighbor, have you heard the BDE podcast? It's literally just that easy. Like, that's literally, that's what that sounds like. <laughs> Anywho, uh, now that we've got all the church announcements out of the way, let's get into some things. So, there's a couple things that have been on my mind during this pandemic. Um, one of them being dating, which is weird for me because I'm not a single man. So it shouldn't be on my mind, but it has been. So we're going to talk about it. Uh, And two, we need to get into some Cardi BT. So let's do that first. Now, it was rumored earlier this week that Cardi B and Nicki Minaj were working on a collab, which is news to me because watch a man, you should watch your mouth was a fucking that put the sword through the heart that ended it right there. I don't know why or how you could ever come back from that, but whatever. 
it is actually interesting that Motorsport is one of the top songs for, I think, both of them when you look at iTunes. So it does kind of make sense numbers-wise to do it, but nah, that rumor was debunked later on this week when I looked at Billboard.com. Uh, it sounds like it was just something made up by the fans, but it would be interesting to see if that happened. But one thing that is not rumored that Cardi B did confirm is that she is dropping a new album in 2021, which makes me nervous because I was a huge fan of the first album. Like I was a big critic of it coming out, but once it dropped, yo, every song was fire fire which was so surprising to me and still today i think what's the song that's on my uh my workout playlist uh get up 10 oh get up 10 is a fucking bop every song on there is a half fucking bop this one this goes out on my nasty house yeah all across the globe uh bop bop chicken chicken or you know bacon bacon whatever anywho She's coming out with her next album. Sophomore albums are always really weird for artists. I'm not sure if this is going to, she's going to pull it off, but because I'm skeptical, I feel like she is going to be able to pull it off because she is a product of the industry. Pretty much. She has a huge team behind her. She's really just the face of a lot of talented people. Not to say that she's not talented herself, but she has the right people in place in order to get her to that winning spot. So it'll be interesting to see what that album sounds like and um, just get some really, really good music going because 2020 has kind of left us in a drought a little bit, right? Am I tripping? I don't know. I feel like I've just been having future nostalgia on repeat since like February. So definitely ready for some new bops. But speaking of new bops, honey, Miss Nicki Minaj just dropped another feature uh, at name, nine months pregnant, which is kind of crazy, but not crazy when you think about who Nicki Minaj is. The whole lot of Chop is a remix by Sada, now featuring Nicki Minaj, hit last week. And I don't know what number it is on the billboard. It better be number one. If it's not number one, who the fuck cares, really? The shit is fire. And we really need to be giving Nicki Minaj her flowers if we being 100% honest. Because, baby, who has done it better than her? I was looking at, uh, who was it? The City Girls. So I was looking at the City Girls iTunes page, right? And you know how it shows you the similar artists below. So similar artists were Meg Thee Stallion, Saweetie, Cash Doll, Big Lotto, and Cardi B. Now, looking at that lineup right there, I can tell you that these artists were all birthed in a new movement that was led by who? Nicki Minaj. So in other words, all these bitches are her sons. Respectfully. <laughs> Respectfully. But... I mean, just looking at this movement now and looking at where we were a few years ago when it was just her and just before that when it was no one, it really takes me back to like what, like the early 2000s when you had Missy, you had Charlie Baltimore, you had, uh, who was that chick? Damn, she was on DTP. Everybody knows. You guys are probably saying the name right out loud. Shauna. Shauna is the chick who I'm talking about. You had Shauna, you had Eve, you had a whole lot of females who were killing it at the time, and they were given the same energy that we're getting right now from this movement. And, I mean, like it or not, I mean, females are really killing it right now. I mean, some of these females, especially Nicki Minaj, are probably killing some of the niggas in the game, and I don't even want to get started on that subject, because, baby, I don't got time for a motherfucking two-day argument, so keep it. And you know what? This wasn't even on my notes, but I do feel like it's something that needs to be said. And 
this is a woman who deserves her flowers. She's been deserved her flowers, and nobody's talking about it for some reason. But Miss Monique, yo, you have literally changed the Netflix game. I don't know what happened between that judge saying, yeah, you got grounds to sue Netflix, and them going, okay, let's get with the shits. But ever since then, I know I've seen girlfriends, I've seen one-on-one, I've seen all of us. No, not all of us. Let me take that back. I've seen Set It Off. I've seen Menace to Society. I've seen The Parkers. I've seen Moesha. I know I'm missing a whole lot more, but baby, none of this shit was even remotely possible before you made all that noise, and we should all be apologizing because black women don't get respected enough for the stances that they take on behalf of the whole and I am here personally saying I apologize you were right this is great we love it thank you now before we get into the last segment of the podcast I do want to give a quick podcast shout out heads up every week I'm going to be giving a podcast shout out to my favorite podcast to my friends who are launching projects and so on and so forth this week is going to the Slick Motherfucking Talk podcast. It's actually not Slick Motherfucking Talk. It's just hashtag Slick Talk, you know, with the hashtag. And it's featuring your boy, Dev the Coolest. It's featuring your boy, JB. And it's basically a Super Soul Sundays meets LGBTQ vibes with hella lit lit lits. So if that's what you into, baby, you better click, click, click. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple Podcasts. It's everywhere you need to be, baby. Subscribe now and let's get into the rest of the show. Yeah. You made it. Work. She better we made work. It. She better drink. To last motherfucking call. <laughs> Now, Last Call is a segment in the podcast in which I like to reserve for a little bit deeper conversation. So it's less about who's charting or what's happening in the celebrity world and who's fucking who and uh, more about, actually, this one might be about who's fucking who. (laughs) Let me explain. So I was going to keep it cute for the first episode, but let's just dive right into it. Miss Rona, a.k.a. COVID-19, has overstayed her welcome. At this point, the pandemic has been in full swing since late February, just after Valentine's Day, which presents an issue in itself. Dating cycles. Now, for those of you who may not know what I'm talking about, let me explain. For the single girls and boys, there is a certain cycle that most people consciously or unconsciously follow. Now, full disclaimer, I've been out of the game for about two years, so things could have changed a bit, but here's the dating cycle as I know it. Spring is where it all starts with cuffing season, which means love is in the air. Traditionally, you've either found a boo or you're being discovered as everyone has come out of hibernation to smell the flowers and drink the bottomless mimosas. Then comes breakup season. This typically falls around mid to late May as we naturally let go of our spring flings and progress to my old favorite pastime, Hoe season, or more recently known as the hot girl summer. Now, this is a time when the girls travel to Vegas, Miami, and Atlanta to release their inhibitions and live their best single lives. As a matter of fact, the best stories actually typically come from hoe season, as most people use this time to do daring things like juggling three men at the club. And while I applaud the tenacity, be careful with this one, because if not done correctly, All that juggling could have you looking like a damn clown. 
I know from experience? I played the fifth. Now, I have pulled off some crazy shit during my host seasons, none of which I can safely get into here without getting my ass whipped later, but I can say that having a team of ride or dies who are available to switch cars or roleplay during a fake phone call is essential to surviving a successful host season. Now, once hot girl summer is over and fall hits, everybody starts falling right back in love with commitment in some form or another. The exception to this timeline would be Halloween. Every hoe and secret hoe's favorite holiday. You love it, I love it, and we can all agree it's a terrible time to be locked down. But, you know, some people still do. And that's fine. I mean, I personally like when people pick out my motherfucking Halloween costume. So, go for it. We'll be feeling little, big and little, big and big, actually, in my case, because this nigga is tall as fuck. But, I digress. Now, what this does is it lands you in kind of a weird zone. So this is another cuffing season, but this is kind of like a cuffing trial because the holidays are so close. So you're gonna find out one of two things really, really quickly. One, you're gonna find out that you're gonna have to probably break bread on some Christmas presents. You're gonna have to meet family. You're gonna have to lock down some New Year's Eve plans because you guys are just gonna be together through the holidays. Or two, you're gonna find out a week or two before Thanksgiving that this motherfucker don't want you to meet their family or their friends and you were good for the dick and I'll see you next year. Either way, it's, it's gonna be a wild ride. And that wild ride brings us right back into January, February, which is the ultimate test. If you make it to and through Valentine's Day, you guys are probably legit gonna be in a relationship for a, a good while. I'm not gonna say you're gonna be in a relationship forever, but that's always a good indicator when you make it past Valentine's Day if you've gone through the trial period. But what do we do now? I mean, we're in COVID. So there's really only one season we're on lockdown. So is that season ho season? Are we all hoeing about? And if we are, hold on, wait. You should not be hoeing about during COVID. That's the last thing you need to be doing. So are we all just virtual dating? Are we, what? This is the part that I'm stuck on. And I know a lot of other people are probably stuck too. I did a quick survey on Instagram and Facebook to see what was going on and um, how people were handling it. And the most consistent answer I've gotten was people are out there fucking around. So to that point, I say to you guys, just fucking stop. But if you can't stop, I guess stay protected, but I don't know how you protect yourself against Corona if y'all slapping skins. Are y'all getting tested at the door? At the door? <laughs> I just pictured somebody showing like a fucking Corona test, like at the door. Hopefully that's what y'all doing. If y'all not doing it, I mean, that sounds like a good idea. But for the ones who are in relationships, I know that's also equally as um, challenging right now. I got into an Uber the other day and man, this chick was spilling all the tea. She said, baby, baby, I've been picking up mo niggas with suitcases and taking them from one house to the next, which tells me one of two things. One you guys either broke up and he's going to the next bitch house or you guys broke up and he's going to the last bitch house. Either way, you just got to keep it together. We got to practice patience. We got to practice love and we got to practice really social distancing altogether. So if you guys can make me that one promise 
and really take heed that everybody's kind of thrown off this year. Like everybody's love patterns are thrown off. So practice love in the safest way possible. And subscribe to my motherfucking podcast because I think I'm done talking now because I'm kind of hungry. I'll talk to y'all motherfuckers next week. Goodbye. Yo, I hope you guys enjoyed that podcast. Thank you guys for listening to the first episode of the BDE podcast, Big Dope Energy. We're going to be dropping episodes once a week. Uh, We are on iHeartRadio. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on what Spotify. We're everywhere you want to be. So find a spot, click subscribe, and let's go. You can follow me on IG at at Diero. And if you guys want to call in or text in and leave any kind of uh, feedback, if you guys want to suggest a topic for the next show, if you guys want to really talk back to what we just talked about on that last segment, you can do that at 916-299-0042. That is the official hotline for the BDE podcast. All right. Well, I'm out of here, guys. Thanks a lot.